Welcome to The Heart of It, a podcast where we talk life through an urban Christian lens, highlighting God's glory through our stories. Let's get to it. What is up, everyone? It has been a minute. Thank you again for listening to episode one. And sorry for the wait with episode two. I don't know about for you, but life has been busy. We're trying to get the house ready to move. I've been having, preparing for interviews, applying for jobs. We're buying things for the new house. And I'm trying to be a husband, a brother, and a friend. And it can be hard to juggle those things and balance them. As we all know, sometimes... Life just gets chaotic, so thank you for the grace. I can only imagine what your obligations look like. If you have kids and you're going to games and practices, or if you're just working and you have work obligations and you just want to relax afterwards, life can get hectic. It's been almost two months since I released my first episode. And again, sorry for the wait. April has always been a historically hard month for me. And this year, it's trending not to be any different. April 10th is my birthday. And for most people, they celebrate another year, another blessing of being alive. But for me, I always look at my birthday as a day to reflect on the things I still haven't accomplished. It's a day where I look over my life and I I hear not enough. So this year it's layered. I'm fighting those thoughts while battling with everything going on in just what seems to be such a chaotic world and this chaotic life that I live right now. Now don't get me wrong, I am blessed beyond measures. But I am stressed, and I'm going through what feels like a storm. For some of us, when we go through life storms, we do different things to cope. For me, my coping has been the gym. It's a safe place where I have uninterrupted time to decompress and just let go of the monotony of a day. Sometimes my safe place, my home, can feel like a prison with me not working because I'm here. For some of us, we run to things such as food or we find our favorite snacks, our favorite ice cream, or maybe just your favorite meal and we overindulge. When life gets hectic, I wonder what you do. We all have our own vices, but today I wanna talk about someone that I believe models for us how to be calm in the midst of the chaos, how to be calm in life's storms. As we look at Matthew chapter eight, we see Jesus performed a variety of miracles. 
it starts with a man with leprosy comes and he kneels before Jesus and says, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Reaching out his hand, Jesus touched him saying, I am willing, be made clean. Immediately, the leprosy was cleansed. Next, we have a centurion who had a servant at home lying paralyzed. And the centurion replied to the Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. And later, Jesus says, as you have believed, let it be done for you. And his servant was healed in that very moment. Then we see the healing at Capernaum, where Jesus went to Peter's house and his mother-in-law was lying in bed with a fever. When he touched her hand, the fever left her. Then we see later that he drove out different spirits of people who were demon-possessed, and he healed the sick. Jesus also talks about the cost of following him. But what I want to focus on today is wedged in between Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 through 27. And when you look in your Bible, it may have the title of, When and waves obey Jesus. Verse 23 says, As he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. Suddenly, a violent storm arose on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves. How many of us feel like suddenly, through the different seasons, storms just arise? We feel like, how will I make it? What can I do? We feel like our life is the boat that is being swamped by the waves and, Lord, I'm going to go under. I can't do this. The funny thing is, next when we look, it says, but Jesus kept sleeping. Sometimes, if I can be honest with you, in the midst of the storms, when I can't hear him, it feels like he's asleep. Lord, where are you? I need you. I'm sinking. I can't do this by myself. And as the disciples, it says, so the disciples came and woke him up saying, Lord, save us. We're going to die. And again, I'm sure as you juggle life, it can feel like we're going to die. It can feel like I can't do this. I don't have enough strength. But the response that Jesus gave says, he said to them, why are you afraid? You have little faith. Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the sea obey him. So I want to ask this question. In the midst of our chaos, in the midst of our storms, where is your faith? Oftentimes, I place my faith in myself. I've gotten myself to this point. I've gotten this education. I'm qualified for this job. The disciples, their faith was in the storm. We know that some of the disciples were fishers, and so they weren't new to this, but we can still see their fear. 
And even as we travel through Matthew chapter 8, we see miracle after miracle after miracle that Jesus performed. I have a question for you. When you look back at your life, can you also see miracle after miracle after miracle that Jesus has performed, that he's come through for you right on time? It may not have been when we felt like we wanted it, but it was right on time. And today I want to tell us that we do serve an on-time God and that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But I don't just want to leave you there. I want to give you five practical steps to being calm in your storm and in the chaos. The foundation, step one, establish where's your faith. Is it in a resource or the source? Is your faith in you, your money, your education, your smarts, or is it in the creator, God? When we read Luke chapter 6, and we look at verses 46 through 49, the Lord lays out two foundations. One foundation is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When the flood came, the river crashed against the house and couldn't shake it because it was well built. And that is a life built on God, where we are fully submitting to him, where we are living for him. But the one who hears and does not act like this man who built a house on the ground without a foundation, the river crashed against it and immediately it collapsed and the destruction of that house was great. We want to have foundation one. We want to have a foundation that is built on our Lord. We want to have a foundation that is strong and sturdy so that when the storms of life come, my emotions don't run me. My fear doesn't run me, but I look to the Lord. I look to my Savior. Step two is remembering your why and cast a vision of what the other side of the storm will look like. Don't stop trusting and having faith in the Lord that will bring you through because we are all subject to this. We are always in a storm, about to go in, or coming through. The Jesus that is with you is the Jesus that will bring you through. Number four is being community. Don't go at this alone. And number five, constantly meditate on his goodness and his faithfulness. Look at your past and look how he's always been on time. Look how he's come through for you. But also look at how he's moved on the behalf of others. I want to encourage you that the storm is temporary. And that if you're listening to this today, God's not done. In Matthew 8.18, it says, When Jesus saw a large crowd around him, he gave the order to go to the other side of the sea. These are the events that come before the wind and the waves obeying Jesus. As the prequel to the events to follow, this lets us know that even with the ensuing storm, They weren't going to be stuck, but there was always another side. And I want to encourage you that there's another side for you. So as we weather life storms and we weather the chaos, let us remember 
to establish where, where's our faith. Submit the anxiety, the worry, and the fear to God. Remember our why and cast a vision on what the other side of the storm looks like. Let's be in community and let us constantly meditate on his goodness and his faithfulness. Jesus came and lived a life that we can never live. He was sinless. And because of the perfect sacrifice that he was, we have access to the Father. We have the ability to spend eternity with him if we place our faith in him. So today, if you haven't made that decision and you'd like to make it, just repeat after me. Dear God, life is hard. I have been through and I have weathered many storms. I don't want to put my faith in myself, but I choose to put my faith in you today. Father, I give you the weight and the baggage that I've carried. I give it all to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning into today's show. I hope that what you heard blessed you today. And I hope that the five practical steps that I gave you help you as you weather life storms. As always, we hope to show God's glory through our stories. But until next time, peace.